Hi, I'm David. And I'm Shay. And you're listening to Board on the Air on CFCR. We talk about board games and board game related topics on tonight's show. Uh, big thank you to everybody who donated for... F-Emphasis. F-Emphasis. Then we're going to get into what we've been playing, the news, and for our main topic, it is Stonemeyer Games 10th Anniversary. So we're going to do a little bit of a tribute, walk through some of their games, and... Uh, Talk about them a bit. Talk about them. To be fair, it's it's actually a bit past their 10th anniversary. It fell right in the middle of F Emphasis. Because um, it was September 10th. Oh, was it September 10th? Because I just got the email last week yes. with the sale. So the sale is on because their 10th anniversary stuff was delayed. So if you ah. read the post that Jamie made about it, there was a whole thing there about when he was going to send the sale out and stuff like that. But technically, the official date was the 10th. Okay, on that riveting news. Yes. <laughs> uh, big thank you. We hit our goal for F-Emphasis again this year. Uh, thanks to all our friends and family and listeners that donated. Yes, we really appreciate and it. put our name down. It's uh, overwhelming. Yes. Helps, you know, helps keep everybody on the air, but also we really appreciate that uh, you guys like us enough uh, to, to donate for yeah, us. Exactly. That okay. you still want to listen to us. That you still listen to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, th- thanks to both of you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, okay, we're going to get into what we've been playing. What we've been playing, yes. Uh, been a couple of weeks. I didn't yep. Played a little bit. Yep. Not a whole lot. Yep. Uh, couple of expansions I got played. Or a couple of games I got played. I got to play Merchant's Cove again. Uh, we played a five-player game, which I didn't realize till I was learning it that night, that it does play five-player with the expansions. Uh, this is our second full playthrough of it. Or mm-hmm. that was our my second full through playthrough of it. Once again, I got skunked hard, but I did get to 100 points this time and didn't get lapped. Nice. Uh, I was the potion explosion one. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, and there was the Roland Wright one, there was the Rondell one. Um, no, the Rondell one is a new one, isn't it? We don't have that no, one yet. No, Rondell one, he was just... Oh, okay. You're thinking about the Zolkin one. Yeah, that one, yeah. yeah no, that one's that one's the one we just... Uh, backed? Backed. Uh, reason we played it, a friend has the game, which I didn't realize when was thinking about backing the expansion... But hadn't played the base game, so he wanted to play it to see... And play it with people, And I play guess. it with yeah. people and see if, see if he liked it, which he did. Uh, it's a solid game. You know, you're playing a bunch of mini games of different mechanics that everybody knows. And it there's a, a, a main board that everybody's bringing their goods to that they've created on their own boards to get points. Yeah. Uh, Solid, solid game. Uh, as I said, the new expansion is on Kickstarter, closing very, very quickly. Uh, and it adds four new characters. Uh, as Shay mentioned, one of them is like a mini Zolkin mm-hmm. uh, with the gears and a, an addition to the main board. And some, some add-ons. Uh, there might be a fifth character uh, and some plastic or some... Some 3D printed stuff you can get as well. Cool. Uh, that is Merchant's Cove. Cool. Uh, I for sure got one game in during this time. 
Um, and that is Fuji Koro. Yep. Which we don't think Dave got to talk about a little while ago because he played it first and then he taught it to us. Um, and then we played it with our friend. This game is interesting. It's an experience. It's an exploration game. So the idea is you are in a volcano. You're uh, samurai. You're samurai. You're going to get the... I think the idea is you're going to get the information or the, the weapons or something from a temple. Or from some temples that are inside this volcano because the volcano is about to eat them, basically. Burn them. Uh, so you're in there, and you're exploring to find a path across to those temples, get in the temples, get the magic weapons, come back out, uh, and eventually escape. Uh, there is a timing mechanism in this, so at, once somebody reaches, I think, 30 points, that's when the last, that's the last eight rounds then. So you have to escape by Update that point. Update rounds. Update rounds. You have to escape by that point. And in between that, you're also building... Weapons like swords, uh, helmets, shoes, yeah, there, magic there, weapons. There's a crafting element of yep. the resources you collect, and you build them into certain shapes, which give, can give you bonuses. Yes. Uh, that's the general idea of the game. It was, it was interesting, like I said. There's also, like, dragons that you can fight. So certain tiles you flip over have dragons on them, and that's what the weapons are for. So you can go in and fight the dragons and get certain, again, certain resources um, and points and stuff like that. I didn't love this game. You and Jordan really liked it. it this is the second time we got to play it since, er, in September. Yeah. Uh, we played it once at three players, and then we played it at five players. Uh, three players, there was less downtime. We were more into it. I found with five, there was a little bit of a lag in that as people were doing their turns, people started visiting. Yeah. Right? Uh, so when it got to their turns, they weren't always prepared. Uh, and as it's just our second time, there were still, uh, a couple of questions that came up on the game, uh, that we had to clarify some rules and found out we were doing some of the rules a little bit off. Yeah. Which, which, which Always happens. isn't uncommon. It happens every time yeah. you play a game. Uh, but in general, this one surprised me quite a bit. I, I wasn't expecting much from it, but I thought it was a solid game. Uh, it is competitive where you can fight each other if you want to, but there was never a point in it that I thought I need to attack somebody else on the board. Yeah, you don't get a lot out of it really no. um to fight people so it's more worth it just to fight uh the dragons and explore uh, like i said i wasn't a huge fan of it and my main reasoning behind that was the randomness there was just a lot of randomness in this game um like the the level of dragon that came out you knew what color but you rolled a dice to get the level of dragon um when you fought, you rolled dice based on the resources you have, and that gave you your fighting. Um, again, you kind of had no way to mitigate that. Um, there's a little bit, I guess. There were some that let you get automatic hits and stuff like that, but there wasn't a lot of dice mitigation going on. Um, and the thing that was really annoying, to me at least, is that when you rolled, you could break your weapons basically yeah so certain dice have like broken weapon 
symbols on them, and if you roll those, then you have to remove a resource from your weapon. And when the whole point of you going in to fight something is to get a resource, and you might it might be the last resource you need, but then you're guaranteed probably to lose a couple resources, it kind of feels like, you know, one step forward, two steps back. And it just, it felt like it was really hard to make a, to me, it felt like it was really hard to make a plan in this game. Like, you moved onto a space, you flipped a tile over, you didn't really know which tile was coming your way, so who knows what it could be. Yep. You didn't know what level of dragon you were going to get. Um, you didn't, you don't really know what weapon you're going to get when you go places. It's, it's just, there's not a lot of planning that you can do at all because of how much, how many aspects of the game are kind of just based on chance. Yeah, it's... <sighs> You know, there is that, that randomness or variability if, if you look at it that way, uh, where the board is going to set up differently each time. Uh, they could have said, you know, when this tile comes out, this is that dragon. Yeah. Uh, but still, I don't, I think by doing it, it, it was supposed to come with tokens that you would draw from, and that's what dragon would come, but for whatever reason, our board didn't have it or I recycled them or something and so we just chose to use a die to decide which yeah. thing comes I up. think it was just everything all together like yeah. if any one of those things was more or less random it might have been better but with everything all together it just felt like I'd really I didn't know what I was doing because I never knew where I was going and then at some point you end up like you go one direction and then all of your stuff is actually over on the other side or if you happen to get all one type of dragon on your side and you can't get to the other side of the board to fight those dragons. Because I think on my side we ended up with all of the red dragons, which you basically aren't meant to fight by yourself. Yeah. Um, the other thing that I didn't like that happened to me was uh, I went into a fight with somebody and I didn't realize that if you die in a fight, you don't get any of the resources from that fight. Any of the reward. Any of the reward. And the thing that bothered me is that I went in and I did the initiative to be able to go first because the person I was with, Jordan, wasn't going to be able to go first. I died, but I did most of the damage to him. And then he just collected. And then he just collected all the resources. And yep. that was really annoying. Uh, and some of that was inexperience. Yeah, and that was learning the game and stuff like that. But it's just like... It just didn't do much for me, yeah. so I probably wouldn't play it again. Uh, and, and it's one that we enjoyed, and we we definitely will play again. I mean, you'll uh, play again. We'll, yeah. It, it will come out again, I, I would say. Uh, other one we played, uh, we played some more Macro Micro, uh, as I like to call, whereas Waldo Murder Edition yep. uh, finished the last eight cases and had a great time doing it. Oh, yeah, it's a good game. I, I still think it probably shines best at two players. Yes. Uh, too many people, and you're not involved in looking for clues then. Uh, just two people over the map really covers everything off. Yeah, I think at three, especially when it was on the far side, yeah. it kind of leaves one person sitting out. And it, as it is a cooperative... It, it does lend itself to alpha gaming where one person does start to really find everything and hover it, over the board a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, it does help with how big the map is, I yep. think, to help reduce that, but yeah. And there were some later cases where stuff gets split out and everybody has to do a little bit. I like those that cases. That was nice, yeah. Uh, outside of that, I, I almost felt like I was just narrating it. 
You did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, I do really like the game. Uh, we have the second version and a third version is coming. Uh, so looking forward to trying those as well. Yeah. Uh, and that whole timestamp mechanic is phenomenal. The art in it is wonderful for that. Uh, although some of the characters, you're like, is that the right person? Is not not the right yeah. person? <laughs> right? So there is a little bit of gray area there. Okay. Uh, let's get into the news. Yes. Uh Actually, not that much news this week. Like, I got a decent amount, but it was harder to find stuff because we are coming up on Essen, which means a lot of the stuff is just previews yeah. or reviews of, like, games that are going to be played at Essen. Yeah, the, there's a general idea of what's going to be announced at Essen or released yeah. at Essen, uh, but there's always some surprises. Yes, the uh, preview list so far, we'll start with this just so you know what you kind of have to work through if you really want to go through the Spiel list. Um, Spiel and Essen, are they the same thing? Yes. Yes, okay, good. Uh, they're, they're, I think Spiel's the conference, Essen is the city. Gotcha, uh, yeah. But everybody uses the terms interchangeably. interchangeably. So the Spiel preview so far on BGG has... Um, 1111 titles on it exactly so it's, so it's, you can't not go that through everything there. yeah yeah you know <laughs> just just a couple yeah um but it takes place october 6th so there'll be more after that uh so a bunch of these are going to be games that will be previewed there um you know mixed throughout uh the first one that we'll talk about is from Dever devere games devere games uh it is called lacrimosa and it is a Mozart-themed game. Yes. It sounds kind of interesting. You're you're taking the part of patrons, like wealthy patrons of Mozart, who are trying to help his widow after he dies, like, by selling his stuff. Yeah, De, De Vere's on a bit of a hot streak right now. Uh, I really enjoyed Re Red Cathedral. Mm -hmm. And I loved Bitoku. And this one looks... More like Botoku than Red Cathedral. The art looks amazing. Uh, yeah, looks, looks like cool. a great table presence. Uh, really, really looking forward to this one when it comes to North America. Yes. Uh, I can't remember if we mentioned this game, because I feel like we did, but the Clone Wars game from Z-Man Games... Just got announced. Yeah, just got announced. It uses the pandemic system, but it's it's a Star Wars, cl the Clone Wars-themed game. Yeah, you, um, you're one of the characters, and... Yeah, there's six characters you could play as, and uh, I think four different bad guys. Uh, and the idea is that the planets are under attack, so instead of cities being under, you know, getting infected, there's planets that are being attacked, and that's how the pandemic system kind of works in this one. Yeah, and, and each of the Jedi have a different power, yeah. and it, it looks interesting. It, it's a IP that I'm a big fan of. Yeah, it's a reskin of Pandemic, but it's a cool IP. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm interested. Very interested. Yeah, I've, I've never bought any of the reskinned Pandemics yeah. up to this point, uh, but this... This one has piqued my interest just because it's Clone Wars and it's Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, winners of the International Gamers Award. Saw something about yeah, this. Yeah, so it sounds like that's it's mainly a public-based guild, kind of. Yeah. Um, but they, they vote, basically, on these games. Uh, and there is a multiplayer, a two-player, and a solo game. 
The multiplayer winner was Carnegie. Yep. Uh, the two-player was Arc Nova. And the solo was Cascadia. So not so only solo games, but the solo version of the game. Yeah. Yeah. Games with a solo version. Interesting. Yeah. There's not much else on that one, but no. just in case people are interested. Yeah, I, I saw the announcement. I didn't recognize the governing body or whoever was doing it, so I sort of moved on. Fair enough. Uh, game from CTG, which is Chip Theory, Theory Games. Games. Uh, Elder Scrolls, Betrayal of the Second Era. They're making an Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Um, and it's going live on Kickstarter March 2023. Not yeah. much else information about it, but Elder Scrolls is an incredibly popular IP, so... Yeah, Chip Chip Theory Games is known for a pretty good... Lots of neoprene and lots of poker chips. Uh, they're Cloudspire, uh... And not Rum and Bones, but the other one, like, I can't think of the name of their other big hit. But uh, all, lots of big production, uh, and this will be along those lines as well. Cool. Uh, game on Kickstarter, not from a company that I recognize, and I just realized I didn't write the company down, but cool theme. It's called Age of Comics, The Golden Years. Yes, yes, I saw this on Kickstarter. It's a worker placement where you are running a comic book publishing company in like the 1930s. Um, for about it's it the Golden Years takes place out over about 20 years, starting in the 1930s, um, and yet you're running a publishing company. Yeah, it's pretty reasonably priced on yeah, Kickstarter. It looked like it looked. Uh, it was cool when it from what I looked at. I want to go look it up more. Yeah. Um, what got me is that despite the fact that it does take place in the 1930s. The cover still features uh, both women and people of color, which yeah. is nice. Thank you very much, board game company. <laughs> exactly. And the game I was trying to think of was Too Many Bones. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I thought this one looked really it, neat. It does look very neat. Uh, and I I mean, I love, I love the history of comics and stuff like that. The Golden Age is really interesting because you saw a lot of really strong female characters come out of it because of the war. Yeah. Um, it's really interesting. So, and, and I think they have about eight different artists that they're using. Cool. And very curious. Yeah. Uh, AEG is releasing Verdant, uh, which is a puzzle game where you're basically placing houseplants in your home. Yeah, so Verdant is the third one from Flat Out Games which is Kis or, uh, Calico, mm -hmm. Cascadia, and Verdant. Gotcha. Uh, and then it's being produced into retail by Renegade. Uh, Verdant looks more similar to Calico than Cascadia. Uh, didn't really do anything for me, so I didn't back it or anything. I really like Cascadia. Calico is a great puzzle, but... It, An interesting game. It's, yeah. There's a lot going on. The yeah. thing that got me about this one, the art is Beth Sobel. Yes, yeah. she did all of them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, love her. Uh, comes out in November. Yeah. Or comes available in November. Uh, new Keyforge Edition is on Kickstarter. Uh, Gamefound. Gamefound, sorry. Uh, new Keyforge Edition is on Gamefound. This is after they had said the algorithm was broken, so we're going to redo it. They've redone it, and it's re-released, and it is out now. And it's a new company. And it's a new company. We mentioned a little while back that they sold it. Yeah. Um, so this is the new company as well. People are like, what actually happened? 
Yeah, <laughs> honestly. What they're it's, yeah. it's doing well, but... Uh, I think mainly because people like Keyforge, not because they actually think the algorithm's any different. Yeah, exactly. Uh, new King of game. So King of Tokyo, King of New York. This is King of Monster Island, and it's a co-op game. Where you're fighting monsters on an island. Next. Yep. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? This is good for beginners, okay? It's, you know what? Those were solid beginner games. Uh, big one, Sagrada Artisans is uh, up on Kickstarter. It is a, it's the legacy game. We've talked about it before. Cool thing about it is backers can vote on designs um, similar to the uh, Castles of Burgundy uh, Kickstarter. And... I think it's designs for box cover and everything, and the winners can win a dice tower, custom dice tower. Yeah, I looked at it. There wasn't enough there that made me say, I want to back this. Oh, really? Uh, I would have thought we would have gone right for it. It, okay. it looks good. I It's just one that I will wait for retail if I go. Fair enough. Uh, two more here, and then we actually get into the Stonemeyer stuff. Okay. Um, Origins first... Expansion? Expansion is out. Ancient Wonders. Yeah, it's coming. Or it's coming, sorry. And yeah. it is a modular expansion that just adds a couple new things to it. Um, and interestingly, uh, Takedo Deluxe Edition is available for pre-order. Now, if you remember a little while back, the company behind Takedo shut down their Kickstarters because they said there was money troubles, including one that had already been completed, which was the sequel to Takedo. Yeah. So now, Namico or whatever. Yeah. So now the they're they've announced that the deluxe edition of Takedo is available for pre-order straight from the website. The, apparently, this is partnered with somebody. Um, I think it's I want to say Renegade, but it's not Renegade. Yeah. Um, sorry, I forgot to write it down. But uh, yeah, so that's interesting. I haven't heard anything about the other game. So. Yeah. Uh, going back to the board and dice. Uh, you you mentioned Origins has an expansion. Tiwanasu has an expansion, and then we got Tilatum is the new T-Series coming. Cool. Uh, I got two, a couple things from Stonemaier, but it plays into their 10th anniversary, hey, so... let's get into their 10th anniversary. I'm David Yershay. This is Born, Born on, the, on Air the Air on CFCR. Yay! So, we're talking about Stonemaier games. Uh, Stonemaier, owned by Jamie Stegmaier, correct? Yep. And uh, it, it was their 10th anniversary, so 2012, September 10th, that's when they officially became a company. Um, released their first game released on their Kickstarter, first game. which was Viticulture, one of Shay's absolute favorite games. Least favorite, one of my least favorite games, but you know what, did really well for them. Um, so yeah, they're, uh, do you want to me to go through the 10th anniversary sure. stuff first? Or? Yeah. So for their 10th anniversary, they released a few things. The first one was actually, and actually has been up all month, um, all of their one to two player setups for their games were free on Tabletopia to play okay. um, for the month of September. So you still got a couple days left. Um, if you want to try them out on Tabletopia, they are free. Uh, but then the reason why you got the email about the sale and everything like that is that they had three other things that were delayed. And so they announced them and then they said when they came in, they would be putting that email out with the sale. Uh, so the things they've announced, three new promo packs for Rolling Realms. Now, yep. I've never played the game, but there are new promo, promo packs for them. Uh, a cool little game called Smitten, which is a co-op micro game. It fits inside an envelope, 
And it says it's going to be available for purchase separate, but also will come free with other purchases yeah, from their it, website. For any significant purchase yeah. or reasonable purchase. Yeah, I, I haven't seen the exact it. number. Yeah, I don't um, think they gave an exact number. Yeah. The idea with this game is you're building a panorama image. So Jamie said that it came from you know putting comic book cards together to make one big image. Okay. And so you're doing that by you know basically indicating whether you're going to play or flip a card with the other person, and you're flipping them and building them together. Yeah, I saw one person on Twitter say they enjoyed it. Yeah, it sounds cute. Uh, and then the other thing they did was create the Between Two Cities Essential Edition which combined the base and cap base game and Capitals expansion into one game. Um, we own Between Two Cities, and it's a solid game. And we own Capitals. And, oh, we do? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, one of the things Jamie has done is really back his games. Yeah. So when you get a game, there's been multiple expansions, multiple ways to deluxify, uh... You know, Viticulture and Scythe are the two that he's done the most with. Uh, the game that he didn't design, but is probably one of his most profitable at this yep. point. Wingspan. Absolutely. Lots of expansions. So you're, you're not just getting that base game. You know there's going to be continuous support to his games. Yes. I don't think he's released a game yet that doesn't have an expansion. Uh, Does Euphoria have an expansion? Yeah. Uh, maybe, well, I guess Between Two Cities of the Mad, Mad King, King Ludwig. Ludwig. Yeah. Uh, and... But that's kind of an expansion by itself. Yeah, and then there's My Little Scythe, which is basically a re... Or a kid's it's, version of Scythe. Charterstone technically doesn't have an expansion. Yes, but it's... It's a it's legacy ten game. Games. So, it's yeah. a legacy game, exactly. Uh, and Red Rising, which is his newest, doesn't have an expansion. Uh... So Jamie is big in the industry, uh, loyal following, uh, also has a loyal group of people that like to hate on him. Yeah. I remember like constantly every year we come to, you know, our favorite games and top games and we get to Wingspan and like there's a solid group of people that hate Wingspan. Yeah. Like people love Viticulture and I am, I am of the minority of the people that don't like it, but... Wingspan, I do not understand people hating on it, to be uh, honest. The biggest thing with Wingspan is people said he was creating artificial uh, scarce, scarcity. Uh, so driving demand for a game by not releasing enough copies. Right, yeah. Uh, Jamie has gone away from Kickstarter. Yes. He does pre-orders and his pre-orders are based on what he's already placed an order from. He'll do a pre-order and about a month later they ship. Yep. Uh, and then he does more pre-orders. <laughs> yeah. Wingspan, nobody could have predicted it got as big as it did. No. There, there is nobody that can say they saw this coming. Yeah. Uh, so he put a huge initial order of like 10 grand in. Once he saw some of the hype, he ordered another 10 and another 10 and another 10. And that has continued, but off the start, it was hard to get. Yeah. Like a lot of really popular games, though. Yeah. Like, I think the big difference is, unlike a Kickstarter where everybody got it and then they did a retail version, because he did it straight from him, it did feel like yeah. that. And, and he does a good job of marketing. 
he because of his loyal followers there's always going to be the people that are like oh you're just a fanboy yeah right but he is very important to the industry he, he gives back to the industry yeah. he, he's always trying to help people he does a blog his he, youtube channel is excellent his youtube channel is very thorough uh he has cats he has cats <laughs> Cool cats that are in his videos all the time. Uh, his recent games haven't hit with me, but I still have a good chunk of his stuff that I like. Yeah, and not every game from every designer is always going to work, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, great company. Yeah. They make awesome games. They make awesome products. Happy 10th anniversary. Happy 10th anniversary to what seems like a very nice person. I'm David. And I'm Shay. Talk to you next week. Have a good night.